Well, that's a good thing. <laughs> you know, you pre- there we go. That's the, now we got the right button pressed. How you doing? Glad to be back. It's uh, it's been a while. My name is Sean Shapiro. This is Ask a Traffic Cop, that show on the internet where I answer your traffic and police questions for about an hour. Uh, yeah. Wow. I, it's Thursday. What is it? It's the last day of November, so lots to talk about. But I'm excited. I hope you're excited, too. Is the stream not working on TikTok? No, it's not. Why is it not working on TikTok? That's what I want to know. <sighs> Technical difficulties. All the joy. Let's have a look. Let's see what's going on here. I got to check the stream. Why is it not working? You know, setup isn't... Dist- it says it's streaming. Can I can I change anything? No. Uh, we'll... Uh, hmm. Yeah, if I reload, let's see. Maybe maybe it's working and it just doesn't show me it's working. Because that can happen. Oh, the, the the no, it doesn't really seem to be working. Let's try a little technology. It's always fun when it's all. Oh, it's working. Okay. Didn't want to mess with me. That's what it is. It saw me getting serious about stuff and things. And TikTok said, no, we were not messing with Shapiro today. Uh, so what are we going to do? We're going to do what we always do, which is answer your traffic and police questions, because that's what we do here on Ask a Traffic Cop. Uh, and, and, of course, still, you know, talking about the new space, really enjoying how this uh, room is looking. Uh Still got growing pains, haven't moved everything in yet, but we're getting there. If you're watching, you're probably on one of these channels uh, because we're on TikTok, YouTube, Twitch, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, Kick, and the platform formerly known as X, now called, no, formerly known as Twitter, now called X. I'll never get that right. If that's And that's the only channel where I can't hear from you. I don't know if you're actually uh, talking because our platform doesn't talk back, doesn't connect. So if you're on that channel, if you're on X, and you want to ask questions, well, jump onto one of our other platforms because that is an option. Uh, you can actually go to youtube.trafficcop.ca. You can go to uh, trafficcop.ca and, ch- and choose one of the other options because we, we're all about options here. Okay, a couple of, a couple of hellos, and then we'll get into our, our stuff. So we've got uh, Michael, who is the he says, good morning, Stranger Shapiro. He's not actually calling me strange. He's calling me a stranger because I've been away for a while in terms of off-camera. Uh, had uh, a, a conference on Monday where I got to meet up with Kayla Draconis for a bit uh, and and talk about traffic stuff. It's very exciting. Uh, we've got uh, and then Tuesday was more of the same. And yesterday was was another thing. Lots of things. Good morning to Tim Shallow. Uh, let's see here. Michael wants to know if, if the t- if the thumbnail needs to be updated for every live because it has the date. Yes, it does. I wish that was automated, but no, it is something I do every day. And A, we have Nihai who's watching on TikTok, and TikTok uh, is working. In other words, comments on TikTok will show up on the show, which is awesome. Very, very cool. Scott Massey, uh, a long time. It has been a while, yeah. For someone who's normally live every single day, uh, this is definitely a long time away. Uh, We have here, ooh. Okay, we've got questions from Instagram. We'll get to you in in a few. Uh, happy Thursday, Sean, from Chris Luttrell, my, my recently retired friend. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm 
he's a, he's a copper from the, the states. Uh, he was a, a military guy, police guy, he, in a, a podcaster, uh, TikTok for a, a little bit, but he's coming in from LinkedIn. Good day, good day. Uh, Sean Chen, uh, we've got uh, with a good morning and acknowledging the new setup. Yeah, this is, and I'm standing. This is, this is totally different. Like I can, I can move over here. I can move over here. Yeah, it's 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 very different. I, I just got a, an electrical shock in my <laughs> earpiece to my ear. That was weird. Uh, Watchdog fifty seven oh five says good morning. Randy McNaught says good Thursday morning. Or I G. Uh, I'm not sure I understand what you're saying. Thursday. Mm, oh. Hmm. I'm trying to remember. I think it was just Thursday morning with some spaces added. Uh, good morning to you, Randy. Uh, we've got the Grinch coming in from Twitch, possibly the only person on Twitch. Uh, good morning. Whoa, what happened to the pretty decorated room? So here's the thing. The other room had thumbtacks in the walls to hold up these signs that I have. I have these signs. They're great signs, but uh, I don't want to touch the walls. They're so nice and clean and new. Uh, this is sound treatment that allows us to, uh, to sound better in here and not disturb everybody outside and not have everybody outside disturbing us. So that's a positive. It is, uh, but it, but yeah, we'll see. Well, decorations will happen. We have to figure out what the options are. Okay. Uh, do, do, do. Okay. Steven, or Steve says, oh, you've got questions. I'll flag this question for a little bit. Akela, good morning to you. Uh, let's see here. Questions. Okay. So we'll flag questions. We'll, we're doing the hellos, and then we're going to talk about Vision Zero, and then we're going to go into... Uh, uh, we'll get into all your questions. So Peter says, good morning. Uh, who, who's, uh, Peter, who spotted a friend of ours on the news yesterday. Uh, we, we caught that. Was it yesterday? It was two days ago. Uh, a wave from, uh, from, from this user on TikTok, Derek uh, Home Reno. How you doing? Uh, let's see here. <laughs> uh, Lauren, Lauren says, you've got a heck of a job ahead of you. Love you tons. Bye. Thanks very much. Uh, let's see here. We got uh, uh, Toronto Police Lives Matter. We've got uh, Good Morning Four Way Stop question. We'll flag that in a, and come back to you in a second. Good morning to you. Uh, Erica Perry says, Good morning, officer. I hope you have a good day and stay safe. Thank you so much. Uh, the sound does sound amazing. The Grinch is, is, is confirming that it sounds good. It's weird. I Prior to the, uh, the, the soundproofing, there was lots of noises, and uh, we had the volumes really set low, so we didn't pick anything up. Uh, but now you hear everything. I, there's a fan noise. I didn't even know these fans worked. But now I hear them. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> the suggestion is that I get a, uh, an ESD mat to stand on so I don't give myself the electroshock th treatment. Oh, uh, that's awesome. Uh, Q says, you finally moved into the room. I've been in the room for months, but the room is now treated. So there you go. Uh, let's see here. Questions? We'll come back to that. Uh, Dom says, good morning. Okay. Jamie Johns, uh, talking about ATV license plates. Can you get a ticket for crossing the HOV line? We talked about, I talked about it in a comment yesterday. We'll come back to it. Uh, why are some of the signs on the highway green and some of them blue? I, I, I think I once upon a time knew the answer. We'll come back to it. I got some coffee. Okay. Kevin Chen says, keep up the good, uh, the great work, Shapiro. Thank you, thank you. Uh, let's see here. Am I paid to do these interactions? 
Uh, we can certainly talk about uh, how that all works and what I do. So I'm not paid by TikTok, but I am an on-duty police officer currently working at Traffic Services. I am paid for being a police officer. So, so yes, all of the content that I create here uh, is, well, I shouldn't say all of it. A lot of it is done when I'm at home and I should be doing other things, but I'm, I'm editing and responding. But the videos that I film are generally while I'm at work. Uh, unless it's on my dash cam, that's a different story. I get hello here. Okay, Harmighty, we said good morning. Okay, we'll like this for a second. Lots of fun stuff. We'll talk about employment unit because we're hiring. We're always hiring. I shouldn't say that. When I, was, when I originally wanted to join, there was a hiring freeze. Okay. Uh, and, and now uh, you can become a police. If you're looking to become a police officer, if you would like a, a job in law enforcement, now is a pretty amazing time to do it. Uh, truly, truly, uh, your, your opportunities are everywhere. And I mean that like North America wide. A lot of people who are not interested in law enforcement or haven't realized how good of an opportunity, how, what a great job it is. So we'll talk about that in a little bit. If you are somebody who's studying to become a police officer or interested in becoming one, please uh, let me know. Okay. Uh, does Ontario have no chase law for dirt bikes? Talk about that. Uh, Mike, thank you for the thank you. Do you ever go to crime scenes nervous? Uh I don't go to many crime scenes, but I think anytime you go to something you don't know what you're, you're getting into, you, there should be some nervous. If you're not, if you're not nervous, there's a problem. Killer B Tactical says that's outstanding. <laughs> I'm assuming that's in relation to the uh, the shock, uh, but good to see you, brother. We have Killer B Tactical, so, uh, a, a, uh, was it, if, am I going to say this correctly, was a federal police officer, uh, now retired, and is a beekeeper, thus the Killer B Tactical. Uh, let's see here. In Kentucky. I got to make a visit out to say hello. Okay. We got, oh, an answer to the question from Michaela and Michael. Uh, Kayla, who uh, works in traffic management, says blue signs are collectors, green are express. Very cool. I don't have to, get, I have to answer it now. It's been answered. Unflag it. Uh, let's see here. Clara says, be, self, be safe out there. Thank you for all your hard work. I'm trying to get into mobile crisis work. Awesome. Uh, and it got cut off. Unfortunately, some platforms support lots of characters and others don't. Uh, good morning to, uh, to Chase. I thought it was a hello, but it's a question, so I'll leave it for a little bit later. Uh, oh, with the police. So Claire wants to get into mobile crisis with the police. Cool. If you're doing it as a police officer, you got to be a police officer first. If you're doing it as a, uh, as a nurse, because there's nurses that get into mobile crisis that work with police, uh, that's an option too. Uh, Jerry's Driving Academy just came here for the comments, and they, do, they did not disappoint. Awesome. All right, uh, we're going to talk about why they change lanes. One, questions about why it's a good time to become a police officer. We'll get into that. Uh, just ask a question once. I'm trying to get through everything, but if you spam the chat, it really... It, we, Akila gave me some spam. So I can say, don't spam the chat. Uh, my Tylenol fell off the table. Okay. Uh, oh, good questions here. Uh, talking about the DVP from J-Man. Okay. Let's, I'm going to, I've gone through, I've flagged a whole bunch of, oh, Richard says good morning. I want to get the good mornings out of the way. Uh, oh. Okay, questions about racing seats, learner's permits and ATVs. Okay, questions about a police, AT, a, a police tour bus. Okay. 
Oh, very good question. Michael L. wants to know about this. We're going to come back to that in a second. The question is, there's a video of a Toronto Police tour bus going 120 on the 401. I know you say police can speed. What's the possible justification a tour bus could have to speed? I, I'm so thankful that you asked that because we're going to have fun answering it because uh, you'll learn something you didn't know about the Toronto Police. Uh, questions about employment. We'll come back to that about salary and whatnot. Uh, what's the proper way to notify? Okay, difficult to get in. Batman says thank you. Well, listen, if Batman's saying thank you for what I do, then that, that's that's a high achievement. Uh, I'm a I'm a bat a bat fan. Yes, I am. I don't know about your content, but just Batman in general, I, I appreciate. I like the movies. Okay. Well, let's because uh, I'm going to keep. Uh, doo -doo -doo -doo. I think we can finally get into Vision Zero. Yeah, we'll quickly talk about Vision Zero. If you didn't know what Vision Zero was, let me break it down for you. We have dedicated officers throughout the city who go out and respond to 911 calls, and we have officers who respond to, uh, to well, behavior. Yeah, and that's really what Vision Zero officers do. They respond to the behavior that they see. They assist the officers who in divisions who are doing the same thing. They're looking for drivers who are driving in such a way that they are, well, they're being dangerous. They are conducting themselves and engaged in activity that is known to lead to serious injury and death. Now, the, the activity that we're looking for, that they're looking for, well, it, that is the big four. I'm stalling so I can get to the button. The big four is speeding, aggressive driving, distracted driving, and impaired driving. Now, everything is important. All laws should be followed. But the ones that deal uh, and fall into the categories of the big four are the most serious. That's why we spend the most time dealing with them. So if you're engaged in activities like that, expect to be, well, introduced to an officer by way of a traffic stop. See, they're trying to change that driver behavior one ticket at a time. And today they are spending their time in 13 Division and 43 Division. Those are the neighborhoods of Yorkdale, Glen Park, Briar Hill, Witchwood, Oakwood Vaughan, uh, Bendale, Woburn. Did I say that right? Woburn. Uh, West Hill, Guildwood. Neighborhoods where real people that work and play and deserve to be safe. Simple as that. And uh, if you don't want to meet them, I would suggest maybe not breaking the law. Uh, we're, we're very often enforcement officers, people who stop others for tickets to enforce the laws, are often, well, it's suggested we're just tax collectors. We're just trying to make money for the government. And that couldn't be farther from the truth. That is not the motivation. The motivation is safety. And yes, there's a consequence. Because how else do we convey a lesson to be learned. If I just stop you to educate you that the law is the law and you shouldn't be breaking it, maybe you'll change your, your opinion or your, your behavior, but maybe not. But if I, if I cost you some money and you realize that doing these things will, will, will cost money, well, maybe, maybe you won't do it again. And maybe you will. And that's why there's points involved. Because if you continue to do that thing, uh, you'll eventually lose your license by way of not having one because of points accumulation or your insurance will become so high that you won't be able to afford to drive. Either way, the easiest way to avoid paying money or losing your license is to drive lawfully, legally, the way you were taught to. Well, hopefully that was lawfully. At least the way you were tested to, the way you were expected to. Yes, we'll go with that. Steve says, if you have signaled and got into a, a new dedicated turning lane, do you by law still uh, signal making the corner? So you're in a turning lane, dedicated turning lane. Do you still have to uh, leave your signals on? The answer is... Yeah, you do. The, the fact that the, you know where you are and you know what the lane says, but you, you're assuming everyone else does too. And logic 
could support that. But the truth is that you can't, no other driver can be assumed. You cannot assume that another driver knows what you're about to do and you're responsible for indicating your intention to, to turn or, or change direction, change lanes. You have to. If it can impact anybody else, whether it be pedestrian or uh, or a cyclist or or other driver, so yes, you are required by law to signal any change in direction. Fortunately, you don't have to signal going straight. That's sort of a given. Uh, <laughs> uh, question that I addressed earlier, I think it was just in the comments, uh, but the deal is uh, they want to know if you can get a ticket for crossing the solid HOV lane, and it's not. There's actually three lines on an HOV lane. So you have two solid lines with a, with a diagonal checker in the center. And there are no laws in Ontario for changing or crossing lines. However, the HOV lane has very specific rules and it's written into law that that line cannot be crossed. And then there are signs supporting it. So while, where a regular lane, solid or, or hashed, does not have a ticket associated to it, there is a ticket for disobeying a sign there is a ticket related to the HOV. So yeah, you could be charged for doing that. And the whole idea of the HOV is to bypass, to pass through all this traffic. And there are very specifically uh, marked areas where you can enter or exit the HOV. Sadly, people use these uh, that HOV uh, as an opportunity to pass other people. They, they misuse the HOV and uh, more strict enforcement of the HOV is required in my opinion. But hey, just me, traffic guy. Mm. I do like coffee. Okay. See you has a question. Good morning. Four-way stop. When does pedestrian have right-of-way? Okay. So the pedestrian who approaches the intersection looks left and right, and without, without having a, uh, an, a, a, any obstruction or anyone who's already engaged in turning steps onto the road, they're lawfully on the road, and they're able to cross. But, you know, if, if the driver is going, uh, with drivers, it's first to arrive, first to drive. Uh, and pedestrians fall into that category. Drivers should be looking to yield to pedestrians. The big thing is pedestrians can't step out into the path of a vehicle that's moving. And I think that does, there's a lot of confusion there because they do tend to step out. They just go. Not all, but some. And it causes a lot of issues with traffic. Uh, so... When, generally, when we talk about pedestrians having the right of way, it's when they are lawfully in the road. So if you're talking about who gets to go first, the car or the, uh, or the pedestrian, hmm, I wonder, if it's, uh, I wonder if there's anything that specifies, you know, the pedestrian got there first or third, and do they chime in? Generally speaking, when the car is moving in a direction through, you'd be able to cross in the same direction. But again, turning vehicles would have to yield to you. All right. I got to go dig down a rabbit hole about pedestrian intersection priority. All right. Question from, I don't know how to pronounce your username. I don't even want to guess how to pronounce your username. Everybody goes 120 to 125 on the highway. Should I go that much on the highway? So not everyone goes because I certainly don't. I do the speed limit. Sometimes I'm below the speed limit. I stay to the right because the lawbreakers are to my left doing, as you say, 120, 125 or faster. They're obviously creating an unsafe environment. You should not be going above the posted speed limit. It's illegal. You can be charged. I posted a video that I found online of a guy being pulled over for 120 on the 401 by OPP. Yeah, you can get charged for speeding because guess what? Speeding's illegal. Shocking, I know. <laughs> but no, you shouldn't be doing that speed. 
And you should stay to the right when you're not doing that speed to let the, and I don't agree with this, but there is provision in law that says if you're slower moving traffic, you stay to the right. And because we know that people are going to speed, just stay out of their way. Because putting yourself in a position where uh, people have to swerve around you or move around you creates an unsafe environment. And that's where people who speed say, the slow people are, say, are, are unsafe. It's not us speeders, it's everybody else. Well, they're wrong, but being the slower person in the left lane is also wrong. And two wrongs don't make a right. Okay. Question. Do I need to renew an ATV license plate? Jamie Johns, I have no idea. I actually have no idea. It's Off-Road Vehicles Act stuff, and I have nothing to do with it. However, Sergeant Campbell, who may or may not grace us with his presence in a bit, uh, does know the answer to that question because he has such items. So I'm going to leave your question off-screen, flagged for the event of his arrival. And if it's not today, it might be tomorrow, uh, at which point maybe he'll create a video for you. I don't think he's, I don't think he's ever created a TikTok video. Hmm. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll make some history today. Uh, we got this one is already answered. We talked about this color of signs because uh, both Michael and, uh, let's see here, both Michael and, uh, I was going to say Jim, Michaela Jaconis, uh, had the answer. Okay. We talked about my pay to do these reactions. So I don't think I put you on screen or. or Caleb said, are you paid to do these interactions? So the live streams, the videos, yeah, my, I'm a media relations officer. This morning I was at Global Television uh, in studio for an interview about winter driving. I, I, I'm the media guy, or at least I'm a media guy. I'm definitely the social media guy. <laughs> and I am paid for what I do. And uh, if they told me to do something else, I'd be paid to do something else. So far I'm doing this. But I do a lot of different things. I'm, I'm not relegated to one thing. In fact, the reason I'm not being on air until today is because I was so busy doing other things. Okay. What is the proper way to notify and slow driver in the passing lane? Well, here's the big question. If the slow driver is in the passing lane and you are doing the speed limit, but the slow driver is slower than you, well, maybe you give them a little high beam or a honk and remind them that they... Uh, are in the wrong place. But beyond that, you can't do anything. So safely and slowly move to the right, and in a multi-lane highway, you could advance beyond them. You're not passing on the right. You're not making a, a dangerous maneuver to the right, but there's nothing that says you can't go the speed limit and exceed the speed of the person who's going below the speed limit in the left lane, causing a backup. Now, if I saw that person going below the posted speed limit in the left lane, I would likely pull them over and charge them with unnecessary slow driving. Now, if you are already doing the, path, the speed limit and you want to go beyond it, well, don't break the law because the law says you can't speed and you have no reason to pass anybody because you're already going as fast as you can lawfully go on the road. Okay, quick question from Randy. We have a speed limit on our multi-lane highways. People always complain about left lane hogs. There is a violation for unnecessary slow driving, but uh, is there an impeding for charge for not moving to the right? Uh, Oddly and unplanned, this is connected to the previous question. Uh, there is apparently, although it's not one I've used, apparently a charge that the OPP uses for slower traffic stay to the right. So it, I'd have to look it up again, but I have found it once. I've not found it since. But I'm, I know it exists. But again, laws are not intended to supersede. So if I have a law that says slower moving traffic moves to the right, 
but that slower moving traffic is going as fast as the law allows, then a law that says slower traffic moving to the right should not impact someone who's traveling at the fastest you can legally go to accommodate speeders. That doesn't make sense. And I think that it's being applied that way where the slow driver that's doing the lawful speed limit is in the way of the law-breaking unsafe driver in the left lane. I don't think that should hold up in court, and I don't think it would. Uh, but that's I'm not a lawyer. I don't. I just don't think that that's an applicable use or an appropriate implementation of that law. Anyway, J.C. Lang wants to know if a different color hood is legal. So you can change the color of parts of your vehicle when it's substantive, when it's, when it's the majority of, or not even the majority, when it's significant. You would have to reclassify your vehicle as a multicolor vehicle. Uh, a hood alone, I don't know if that qualifies. But if you were to look at the vehicle and it looks like a two-color two color vehicle versus accents, uh, yeah, you should apply for a change in your, uh, your vehicle description, or you could get a $110 ticket. But I don't, I don't know if, what the threshold is. Is it 50%? There's going to be some interpretation. Does Ontario have a no-chase law for dirt bikes or ATVs? Uh, generally speaking, we try and avoid chasing vehicles that will likely result in the person riding the vehicle getting hurt or hurting somebody else. Uh, every chase has an element of that safety-mindedness to it whether it be a car or a motorcycle, we're going to try and avoid chasing those vehicles. Uh, that's not to say we are never going to chase them. It means that we may use other tactics to find them. Very often that, that involves uh, calling friends with helicopters or uh, notifying police officers in other areas to be on the lookout or wait for. Uh, oddly enough, we charge a lot of them. So chasing isn't always the best thing because chasing tends to increase the speeds of which we are dealing with said person. Yeah. But uh, I'd love to see harsher penalties and harsher options available. Okay, we talked about this. Okay, here's the chase question that I thought was a hello that was not a hello, but may now act as one. Okay, can police look up random plates at the end of the shift? What happens if they do? So anytime we search a plate, we have to be able to articulate. We have to note why we're, we're doing that because everything's recorded. So if we're running your plate, it's in, result, or in relation to a... Uh, a, a reason. We're investigating, we're enforcing, we're doing. Uh, we don't just sit at the end of the shift and randomly check plates. If we're waiting to go in and we're looking for expired plates because we haven't gone into the, got into the station, uh, that's different. Uh, if we recorded something because we, we want to notify the driver of something and we need to create contact information to be able to further an investigation, that's absolutely the right reason to run a plate. But randomly, at the end of the shift, like for what? We'd have to answer for that. And we've had people who have used in the past license plate lookups for the wrong reason, and they were charged for that, like criminally. Okay. Why they make Danforth one lane? You know, no one's riding bikes. People ride bikes all year round. I was just talking about it on TV this morning. We have cyclists that ride in the winter, and they need a safe place to do that. So um, whether or not the Danforth was the right choice, I don't know. Uh, engineers and traffic people who are in a, not the enforcement and education side, but the engineering side and uh, lawmaker side, well, they decided that it was a good idea. Uh, I'm sure there were studies done uh, to justify the expenditure. Uh, and, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't generally drive there because it's one lane. It's too much traffic. All right. Uh, let's talk about this.
If you're new to the channel and you don't know who I am, my name is Sean Chaparro. I'm a police officer with the Toronto Police Service, and I talk about traffic safety, traffic law, and police stuff every single day, except the last... Well, I was talking about it. I just wasn't on camera talking about it because I was off-site. But normally, this show is from 10 to 11, Monday to Friday. Now, we're going to be here today and tomorrow. This is Thursday. Tomorrow's Friday. Friday. And then we'll probably be back Monday, Tuesday, and then I'm going to be off until, well towards the end of December, which means there are really going to be two to four shows left, well, three to four shows left um, until the end of the year, possibly maybe. I'll keep you in the loop. That said, you can always get, get a hold of us through uh, uh, trafficop.ca. You can always, of course, call police for emergency stuff. Uh, but the show will take a break while I'm on vacation, and then when I get back, we'll be back on. Uh, let's talk about employment. Because I have not talked about employment much. If you are interested in a great opportunity, and there are so many great opportunities, you can go to www.tps.ca forward slash careers to get to this page. And let me give you a little tour. On this page, you can get information about the roles of police constable, special constable, parking enforcement officer, communications operator. Uh, lateral hire is for police officers in other jurisdictions that want to move over from wherever they are to where we are. Auxiliary officer, the way I started, because there was a hiring freeze. Um, this is the, the button you press there, and they are currently taking applications. Auxiliary officers are volunteer members of the police service. They wear uniforms, they get training, and they go out and do amazing stuff. In fact, if you saw the... Santa Claus Parade, the majority of officers you saw on the parade route were, in fact, volunteers. Information there. And but guess what? Apply. The deadline is tomorrow. I did not know that. This was not set up. But, yes, tomorrow is the deadline, and that's for next year's class. I would suggest, if you're looking for the best way to see and experience your city uh, in a new and exciting way, other than, you know, full-time employment as a police officer, then auxiliary officer is your next best thing. Uh, let's see here. What else we got? Civilian roles. Yes. Here's let's see. Let's see what roles. This changes all the time. If you want to work for an amazing organization but are not interested in putting on a uniform and uh, being out and about, uh, then I would suggest you look at our civilian opportunities. The six jobs currently posted: solutions architect, IT risk management, working out of headquarters, senior analyst. I don't know what Azure integration platform. I think that's a Microsoft thing. Uh, also, IT risk man uh, management, benefit administrator, working for our employee services and benefits section, talent acquisition advisor. I imagine that is going to be someone working in employment, helping to hire other amazing people, auxiliary volunteer we just talked about, and communications operator. Yeah. Now, all of these positions have closing dates that are separate, different. Let's look at the first one. If you'd like to make 119000 to 139491 I would suggest going and looking at it. This could be a job of your dreams. It closes on December 12th. And when it, when it closes, it's gone. These jobs don't come up every week. If you see something you like, you best be applying for it. Uh, why is now a good time to apply? That is a very good question. I think that uh, times have changed. I think people have been looking for different types of opportunities. So many people moving into tech and executive bathrooms. Uh, but... This is a great time for someone who wants to be in law enforcement to get into law enforcement because there have been fewer applicants North America-wide. I think a lot of it's because of bad press and, and uh, stigma. But uh, I can tell you that this is the best job in the world. J-Man says, hey, Sean, will the OPP be taking over enforcement on Gardner and DVP? Any idea yet? No idea yet. 
this is in relation to uh, the provincial government saying that they are going to take over the funding responsibility of the Don Valley Parkway and the uh, Fred Gardner Expressway. And because you may not know that those two are city highways uh, or expressways or controlled access, they're, they're city roads, not provincial 401 uh, highways. So the responsibility has always been for the city to pay for those things. Now things could change. I don't know how that's going to go, but it's a good question. We'll, we'll let you know when we know, or at least when I know. Somebody else might know. It's just not me. Yeah, that happens a lot. <laughs> uh, Kyla, uh, Kay Kayla, not Kyla. Uh, what should you do if you know you cannot make physical requirements for the testing? This is back to the employment question. Uh, train hard. Hire a personal trainer. Uh, train for the tests. Speak to a recruiter because there are sessions specifically designed to assist women to work towards their goals and getting on. You know, we need people from uh, of, of all backgrounds, uh, and and we need men, we need women, we need everybody. So we want to help the people uh, to uh, to get on. And I know that they, for the longest time, created specific groups or, or training opportunities for women who want to be able to make the physical requirements because it's different. Where I had uh, my running was terrible. I, I I had to work really hard to do the shuttle run. run shuttle, running not friendly to big guys. Just as a big person in general, six foot five. Um, Starting up and slowing down as a big guy, not easy. S sustained uh, distance, not a problem, or at least not as much of a problem. Still don't like running. Uh, but I, I, I was with people that couldn't lift anything, but they could run like the wind. So everyone has different strengths. The big thing is to balance and to learn how to, to, to beat the tests that you need to beat. There's also academic testing, and not everybody is an academic. Uh, is it illegal to have racing streets in your, sorry, is it, is it illegal to have racing seats in your streetcar? Uh, the seats may not be an issue. The seat belts might. You can't remove your OEM seat belts. You can't replace them with a six-point harness. Uh, you have to wear the OEM seat belt over the harness. And a lot of the harnesses available, especially if it's like from that uh, uh, Amazon site, <laughs> they, they are not uh, generally real or illegal. They don't have... Uh, uh, the the spring-loaded uh, coil to to take up slack and they don't lock out. They have to be basically tightened prior to your departure. Uh, in a race car, that's great. You have a, a, a pit crew that's going to tighten you up and it's going to be safe. But on the street, that's not the case. Uh, and most of them are, are either not installed properly. In any case, not legal for the road. The seats themselves may not be an issue, but you need the OEM seat or the OEM seat belt. Uh, we have more ATV questions that I don't have answers for. So the question was, can you drive an ATV with a learner's permit? And if so, is it only allowed on private land? So if you're driving an ATV on your private land or on private land with permission of the owner, you don't need a license. If you're going to be on trails, you need a license from my understanding. And I have very limited exposure to off-road vehicles. So we'll have to leave that for Sergeant Campbell. Okay. So let's get on to this question because this question is Awesome. There's a video of the Toronto police tour bus going 120 on the 401. I know you say police can speed, but what is the possible or but what possible justification would a police tour bus have to speed? What do you think was on the tour bus? Police officers. Where do you think they were going? What kind of police officers do you think they were transporting? Police officers to attend an event for police work. Now, getting there urgently is likely part of the requirement. 
they are enti- they are absolutely doing police work when they are going there. They are absolutely trying to get somewhere quickly. And those lights actually have police lights and sirens installed. And just like having a police car, very often it is best to get somewhere without activating your lights and sirens unless you are absolutely required to go through a signalized intersection uh, against a, a red. So if it was a red light, they would totally be able to activate their 360 lights and go through. I don't know if they actually, I don't even know if they have a 360. I definitely have it to the front. Regardless, they're doing police work. They're transporting large numbers of officers to an event, um, and they're required to get to where they have to go. Yeah. I, I think that I've never been asked that. I've never had the question. So I, 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 I am glad that you asked. And I didn't see the video, but it's awesome. Now I want to see the video. How much is starting pay for a police officer? I had it up, and now I need to pull it back up again. All right, police constable. Let's put this back on screen. Bada-bing, bada-boom. Okay. When you go to that tps.ca forward slash careers and select police officer, you can scroll down, way down, and there's salary and benefits while I sip coffee. Oh, I gotta scroll down, way down. Hang on a second. Here we go. Okay. Catherine says maybe in Canadian law enforcement is a brilliant time um, it, to to join the police service. It's it's a, it's always a good time. Things are changing at the developing industry. Um, new laws, uh, new challenges, but it's still an opportunity for people to help people. I think it's very, very rewarding. Okay. Is this profession really difficult or worth doing? Uh, well, financially, you see on the screen that while you're being trained at $70,000, which is more than many people make on annual salary for the job that they do. So, yes, it is a very well-paid profession. Uh, it is a severely scrutinized one. Obviously, you're going to be held criminally responsible if you break the law uh, or if you exert too much, if you, if you do the wrong thing, if you, you know, use force but use too much force or you're not legally justified in the force, um, you're, you're held accountable. You've got a lot of authority, and if you misuse that authority, you're going to be held criminally responsible. Um, yeah, but in terms of is it worth doing? Absolutely. Uh, I, I look forward to every day I go to work. Whether I was in the motor squad and investigating collisions in the CIB, I love this job. I started as a volunteer, and uh, I've always wanted to be a police officer. Like there, there's been nothing in my mind. I've done a lot of different things, but the, the underlying desire to help people has always been there. So this, to me, was a dream come true. And uh, if you like helping people and not having to give them a bill at the end of the day, this is a great opportunity because you get to help people and see people at their best and worst. It truly... I, could go really deep into the weeds into why I think it's it's a great job uh, but if you're someone who likes a different job every day because you know what time you're getting here you know uh, you know the uniform you're gonna put on but you have no idea what your duties are because things change and it's dynamic you never know what the day is gonna bring uh, we got uh, multiple salutes here from the looks of it that they don't show up but they show up my screen uh, the why is that not showing up anyway try it again no it's not working but uh, I salute. You. I appreciate the salutes. It shows up on my side, but not the screen. Uh, do you have to pull over for an ambulance if there's a median between you? So emergency vehicles, when there's a painted line between north and south, as an example, uh, then 
yes, everyone has to pull over. If you're on a divided highway where your side of the road is one way, well, if they're on the other side on their one way, no, you don't have to pull over. Same thing for school buses. You, you cannot pass a school bus uh, in either direction if it's an undivided highway, painted line dividing both directions. But if it's a median divided uh, road where it's one way on one side and one way on the other, then you, don't have, you can't pass it on your side, but you don't have to stop on the other side. Uh, let's see here. Can I drive a semi-truck on my own property? Hello. I'm so glad you're here. And there are others who will, who will agree. Sergeant Campbell is going to join us. Um, I have ATV questions. Let me, let me sh- uh, scroll over here. I'll move over a, a bit. Standing today. I, standing's the new the new sitting. It is. Yes. There we go. Now we actually get to see our real height, height difference. Yes. And if I if I stand back here, it doesn't make it any better. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, so. Well, first thing, we got this one on screen. Can I drive my semi-truck or a semi-truck on my own property without a Class 1? So you're obviously not in Ontario because we don't call them Class 1 licenses here. Yeah. Uh, but if you're on private property in Ontario, you don't need a license. Yeah, absolutely. You can drive anything you want on, on private property in Ontario as long as you're not doing it driving in a manner that is dangerous or stunt driving. Because at that point, you would be eligible for charges and still not charges for the license, but you'd be charged for the stunt. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So the question that came up when you were not here uh, was ATV related. So the first one was, can you drive an ATV with a, uh, with a learner's permit? And if so, is it only allowed on private land? So there are some municipalities that allow ATVs to be operated on the, on the side of the roadway. There are special regulations that go along with it, including speed limits and um, restricted roads. So you have to be on a road that is actually allowed by the municipality and has to be published that way. You cannot drive with a Class G1 driver's license because that is only a learner's permit. But a Class G2, which is an actual driver's license, you can operate an ATV on the roadway. You cannot drive off your own land without a... um, without permission of the landowner, with insur- without insurance, or on public land without a Class G2 driver's license or above. There was another question about, do you have to renew your ATV license, or is it a one and done like a, uh, a plate, a trailer plate? There is, oh, your ATV license? Uh, plate, license plate. So this is one that really gets me going. I don't know if I've said this before. <laughs> you may so, have. Uh, it bugs me. So an ATV that you are allowed to operate on the roadways, you do not have to renew your license plate, get a sticker, pay for it, and pay the taxes to, for the upkeep of the road. But a snowmobile in Ontario that is not allowed to be driven on the roadway, you have to pay road tax by way of your validation sticker. They did not get rid of it. So, yes, you do have to. Wow. $15 a, a year. Oh, so that's not, not that bad. It's not, but why would you have to do it? It doesn't touch a road. It, it's likely because someone forgot that, that that was something that needed to be amended and they already sent the paperwork and they don't want to change it. Yeah, that's probably how it got there. Yep, I agree. All right, let's let's uh, let's see. Well, we got another question. So here's a question that uh, was asked prior to you arriving, but I'm sure we can both answer the question. What year did you start your police career? Uh, for me, auxiliary and court officer was 2000. Uh, I started as a court officer in 1995. So five years in anatomy. 
And then you've got, and then in terms of policing, I transferred over from uh, auxiliary sergeant and uh, court supervisor. I became a police officer in 2012 or a cadet in 2012. And I was 1996. Because you started in courts too. Uh, let's see here. We got uh, our driving prohibitions shown on CPIC. CPIC is uh, a, a database that uh, is managed by the RCMP, uh, allows us to, to check people, to share yeah, information. It's the Canadian Police Information Center. That's the one. Acronyms are everywhere. Yep. Uh, so our prohibitions shown. So if you have a suspended license, uh, the, the license status is actually ministry. Uh, but would it show up, they communicate. Sorry. Yeah, absolutely. So both a uh, driving prohibition or a driving suspension would both show up on CPIC. Uh, along with anything criminal. Yep. Okay, we got, uh, can bylaw pull you over for speeding or any other offense? So bylaw officers don't have the authority to to stop a car that I'm aware of. I mean, you got you got the folks that are MTO, but they're, they're differently sworn. Right, so they're... MTO or provincial offenses officers, bylaw officers could stop you for speeding on municipal property. Ah. Say if you had fairgrounds or parklands, mm -hmm. things like that, they certainly can. I was thinking on the road. And quite often our bylaw officers go into, say, High Park that has roadways um, going through it, and they have the authority there to stop vehicles and stop cyclists. That and bothers people. It does. It does. But, they, of course, if they chose not to break the law, they would never meet these people. Well, and the reason they're out there is to make it safe for both drivers, cyclists, and pedestrians. Absolutely. Uh, what's the difference between a traffic cop and a police officer in terms of duties? Well, really, a police officer is a police officer. We have the same duties and responsibilities. Our specialties, however, being in traffic uh, or being a tactical officer or a dog handler, those are specialties in addition to being a police officer. Yeah, we all have the basic uh, levels, but and we get trained a little bit better on different, as you say, specialties, because you want somebody who really is good at what they're doing, and we can't know everything all the time. So, uh, and we do police work, we do traffic police work, we do regular police work. We, we're, uh, we can call, be called upon to do anything. Absolutely, yeah, truly so, anything. But apparently, we don't have hair as traffic cops. No, 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 because you know what? All the extra knowledge pushes out the, the, the available space for hair generation. That's That's got to be it. It's the big brain thing. Uh, does the canned meat have an expiry? I imagine it does. The question is, in our current use of the canned meat as a prop, uh, does it require replacement, or will it eventually just crawl out of the can on its own? I, uh, I think we're good till May 2025. Oh, very good. That's, yep. that, that's the spam from Michaela. We're good. Uh, let's see here. Chase We're going to eat that one. Never, sense, you know? never, never. I will never eat. I don't think I've, I've never tried spam. I have no intention of oh, ever. Oh, I like it. Really? Yep. It's good. Uh, Fried spam? Oh, even better. I saw a Jeep on back, back roads with an incredibly amber light bar facing forward. It did a good job of lighting up the road, but when, uh, but what laws were broken? Well, chances are that was not a lawful road headlight. That likely did not meet the requirements under the HTA. Absolutely uh, not. Most of the LED light bars do not. Yeah, I I don't know how you would have them with with a hundred bulbs listed. How would you would focus them to pinpoint accuracy as you would have to with a regular headlight? It just doesn't. It, they're not sold as an on road light. Uh, so just by using it, it's also probably brighter than the maximum power that you're allowed to have on the road. Uh, but its direction being the biggest problem. 
so it's intended as an off-road light. Right color being amber, uh, but everything else would be incorrect. Yep, absolutely. I, uh, I mean, aftermarket lights have been on off-road trucks for forever, and bikes and ATVs and stuff like that. A lot of them cannot turn them on on the roadway. Well, look at the, the Baja bugs with they, you know a strip of five super high-intensity back then halogen lights. I was about to say and, that's and uh, they old all, school. Yeah, and they had all caps on them for when they were on the road. Uh, yeah, very limited use. Actually, the caps were on them to protect them from stones and stuff the, like that. Is that the bigger reason? Yeah, and then they pull it off when they're... I assumed it was like out of service. Yeah, well. But that makes a lot of sense. Uh, is there a speed limit as to how fast cops can go? Uh, well, it depends. Yeah, I mean, there's for internal monitoring, we want to know why and justify why people are doing what they're doing. In the normal course of their duties, uh, you know, Mach 2 is, is dissuaded. Uh, but there could be a reason to go that fast. Mind you, I don't think we could go that fast if we wanted to. No. Um, Mach so 1, maybe. We are allowed to break the speed limit law, um, but it has to be reasonable. And we cannot put other, we can't drive dangerously to put others at risk. Dangerous driving, we're not exempt from. So um, speed differential is huge. And we have to, uh, we that, have to be That's aware what that. causes the issues. You're, uh, you're stuck. That's okay. It was, I, I'm sure that if I refresh like this, it'll unstuck. It was doing weird things earlier. But we would have heard about it if it was a problem. See? We're unstuck. Hey, we're back. Uh, we have a follow-up question uh, from Michael. It was actually the first question I got them out of order. What happened if you do not install front plates or you just got your car fixed and the front plate hasn't been installed yet? What happens? You get tickets. Yes. $110 for failing to display two plates in Ontario. You're required by law to, to meet the regulation. Uh, you get two plates, you got to put them on. Front of the vehicle in a conspicuous place. It uh, doesn't matter left, right, center, you know, but it has to be on the front. It cannot be behind the front windshield, which is the favorite place of many people to put them. I don't understand the, the draw. Uh, That's easiest. Well, I don't have one, so I'll just throw it, it here. There. Uh, it, it, it does not look good, and what I call the Ontario Shuriken is the license plate that will hit you in the forehead, splitting it open in a collision. It's just not a good thing. <laughs> bad, bad, bad. Uh, we have a question that came through... Oh, that's, this was an unintentional on the screen. I wish our policy and lawmakers would talk to law enforcement officers before adding a law in that resources are limited to enforce and does not make sense. Um, that has nothing to do with us, but I, I appreciate your your uh, your desire to you only put the appropriate laws in. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that we could do without and a lot of stuff that we could do more with. With. Yes. Yep, there, uh, there are a lot of laws that uh, we just cannot get to enforcing. Um, because there's higher priority calls out there. There's more um, life-threatening, life-urgency calls out there. Well, and, and it's funny you say that because we, we get, when I'm on the radio, I, I often get ex, uh, retired police officers who say, um, why are there so many trucks that have the tires sticking out? Why are there so many people with license plates that are peeling? Can't you do anything we used to do? Well, times have changed. We have a lot more people, which means we have, we have more calls for service to go across fewer number of officers you know, in, in the percentages. Um, we, we just, it's a more complicated world in terms of thing, many things. And we're focused on the stuff that leads to serious injury and death. Now, if I pull you over for speeding and you have all those other things, I'm going to get you for all of them. But am I going to focus my efforts in finding the person with the peeling license plate over the person who's doing Mach 2? My, my priorities are the person who's putting others in danger. Uh, my Tylenol fell down. Nope. And then Although peeling license it. plate? It is, it is yeah, serious. A... If you see it, nothing else is going on. But I wouldn't. That, my focus of my day wouldn't be to run around looking for license plates. And that's, that's where I'm going with that. I would certainly stop someone if I saw it. Although I do know that there's an upcoming campaign with regards to that. Really? There is. Do within tell. the city of Toronto. 
So uh, be warned. You know what? Go and get your replacement if you can now because it's going to be something that's coming up. It, Good. It, uh, it allows people to get away with stuff and not learn to become better drivers because we can't tell who they are. Yeah, that, whether that's tinted and covered or peeling and, or dirty, your plate must be legible at a distance and uh, for police to be able to, to see, for the public to be able to see. Uh, you know, folks who get involved in collisions take off from collisions and no one knows who they are because their plates were hard to read. Yep. So, yeah, there's a good reason to enforce that more stringently. That's good to hear. I did not know that. Uh, let's see here. Blinding headlights. QC uh, OC says, uh, please, we need to do something about eye-blinding headlights. Uh, I will tint my windshield and properly switch to bright LED headlights, too. Imagine a bunch of people who can't see clearly driving. Well, don't tint your windshield because that will get your license plates removed for an unsafe motor vehicle. Dumb. Yeah, really bad. Don't do that. Uh, but the deal, but in terms of enforcing people who are blinding others, I absolutely agree with you. That is absolutely dangerous, and we do write a lot of those tickets. You know what? The, the mechanics of vehicles have changed an awful lot as well with the in- introduction of LED lights. So LED lights, an awful lot of them are just a- LED and HID lights are just the same bulb going pointed higher or pointed lower. You know what? There's a lot of cars out there that have technology when you have people in your back seat or mm-hmm. wait in the back it will actually level out the headlight so it doesn't become pointed up into your eyes. And that's a big but thing. then there's an awful lot of cars that don't do it. And there's manual adjustments. You can manually adjust things outside of the vehicle. It's with a screwdriver, so it's not something you do when you put something in your trunk. But yep. uh, many people are receiving cars from the dealership that have misdirected headlights. And, yep. uh, and, the, and the LED lights that are out there right now are so bright that when they point at you, they are quite literally blinding. I get it. I agree. But don't tint your, your windshield. No, that bad. Super bad. Uh, question that came in earlier that I did not answer and lost track of. Hi, officer. Driving a truck with monocular vision, is it allowed? Uh, so the question is, can you drive with one eye? And getting a driver's license uh, does not require you to have uh, monocular vision, but a commercial motor vehicle might have a different requirement. I was about to say, he's talking about driving a truck. So it may, um, because you have to have a medical done before you're uh, issued a Class A, Class D, license there there may be a restriction for it class g driver's license did not require you to have binocular division and hearing is not a requirement many people talk about that what what uh chris Orr, if you're in the drive through at tim hortons and you're using your phone to pay can you get charged for distracted driving uh no you cannot because it applies to the i just realized we're totally not on this camera half of us are <laughs> okay get closer that would that, try that if we do this, we're, we're halfwits. There we go. Uh, let's see here. We already if, are. <laughs> so if you, uh, if you, yeah, that, that requires you to be on the uh, on the highway for that particular charge. Uh, and I've yet to see a drive-through that's truly on the highway. Uh, let's see here. Achilles says we should have lights and sirens on our horses for the mounted unit. <laughs> but uh, you know what? I believe they ha- actually do have lights. Really? Yep. For when they're on the roadway, they have. Uh, Good to know. They have. Tail lights. I, I have seen those. <laughs> they do. Um, I, that's something I regret being too big to to participate. I would have loved to have ridden a horse for, for work. I like horses. Not enough horsepower for me. No, you nope. need more than one. Yeah, I do. Uh, we've got a question. Well, can you uh, pass a solid line? Remember, it, it's uh, remember it's saying with caution. Has that changed? Depending on where you are. So in other provinces, you cannot. Uh, There is no charge in Ontario for crossing a solid, dotted, colored, or otherwise line. However, whatever you do, 
you're responsible for. So if you cross into oncoming traffic, you have created a situation which is unsafe. And obviously, uh, bad things could happen, but your choice to do that would be something you'd be charged for. Now, there are some uh, hard um, places that you cannot do it. Mm -hmm. Crest of grade, um, a certain distance bef before a bridge, viaduct. Um, railway. Railway, corner of... Those are usually... Where you the, can't with, see. Where you can't see, but also there's uh, there's usually signage to support that as well, regulated signage. Yep. Uh, the HD, the HOV lanes have signage, and they have very unique lines, the two solid lines with, with uh, horizontal or, or diagonal slashes. Uh, those are not legal to cross, um, and for good reason, because you'd be misusing the lane and uh, there's rules. Yep, and speed differential there is a big, huge factor. The... Collisions I've seen where people duck into a uh, an HOV lane from a standstill and get smoked by the guy doing 100 or 120 are unbelievable. If you want to go see terrible collision videos that are terrible but interesting, uh, Google that on YouTube or, or YouTube that on YouTube. As opposed to Google. Actually, it is Google. It's owned by Google. Uh, let's see here. We got Akela says, hey, Sarge, missed you at the conference. Yeah, sorry I couldn't go. I had to do police work. It's amazing how that works. We, we, we try and do everything, but very often we get the, our, our plans get uh, derailed. Uh, Zombie says, better late than ever. Good morning. Good morning to you, Good too. Good morning. Uh, we've got, we talked about this. So uh, police speeding was a discussion. Apparently there's a video circulating of a Toronto police tour bus doing 120 on the highway. So there was a question as to why we were doing that. And I, I explained that there were police officers doing police work on that. Uh, a tour bus. Well, we have we have we our do coach. have uh, we do have a coach, and that's for moving large numbers of officers over you know longer distances or even shorter distances. So, yeah, uh, let's see here. It looks like our our TikTok feed has stopped, uh, but uh, we're actually at eleven o'clock. So we'll we'll knock out the last couple of things, and I'll have a quick look over to the other side. Um, oh, apparently they're reviewing a law to make it illegal to pass on a solid line. Other provinces have it. I, 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 we're the only one who doesn't, so it makes sense if they bring it. You know what? I, we'd welcome it. Yeah. For we, sure. We like laws. Absolutely. And, and uh, yeah. Uh, Campbell mentioned not having enough horsepower. Horsepower is a weird imperial unit. A horse can have a, mi a minimum, maximum of 15 horsepower. Yeah. The, the measurement is done. Uh, how much of a load can it, um, how much of a load can it lift in a certain amount of time? Back in my high school automotive class, we did a little... Exercise, I seeing how much horsepower a, a person could have as we moved up some stairs. And Interesting. So I never did. You're, I didn't you're, absolutely, you're absolutely correct. He often is. Uh, Brandon uh, says, do police officers get assigned the same car every day? Uh, some do. Some mm -hmm. don't. Most don't. Most don't. Yes. Most frontline police officers take what they can get. Yes. They may have their favorites because some of them are in better condition than the others, but... No, we don't have enough to go around. So Greg, Greg says, nope, TikTok works. TikTok may work. However, the, the portal to bring your questions over to the uh, other stream uh, seemed to have failed. Uh, it's new technology, new, new functionality that uh, was working, that sometimes works, and stopped working. Uh, I need to send a TikTok, uh, not a TikTok complaint, but a, a, a trouble ticket into a restream. Uh, hopefully they can become more uh, stable because it really helps us to have it all in one space. Less, less work for me. Uh, let's see here. I just saw Tyler's comment there in New Brunswick. He can't pass on a solid line, period. Well, like I, it. I, I think that that's everywhere but Ontario. Yeah. 
Uh, for people who are tourists and got caught driving dangerously under, influ- under the influence, what happens? Um, there's no excusal for tourists to break the law. Uh, they would be arrested if it was criminal. They would charge, charged uh, appropriately and uh, held responsible. And in some cases, uh, they sometimes, depending on the, the severity, they may not be able to get bail or leave. That's what I was uh, just saying. It's, it's probably worse because we have to make sure that you come back in answer to the charge. Mm-hmm. And if we have no way of ensuring that you come back, you may not be allowed to leave. And uh, traveling after a conviction, problem. Countries can very often deny you entry. Yep. What is this? Can a single rider motorcyclist drive in the HOV? Yes, they changed the law. I can't remember if it was 2017 or 2007. But what, something with a 7 in it, they changed yep. it where it was no longer required to have two up because it was at one point uh, the same as a car. So HOV provincial highways, yes. HOV municipal roads, no. Well, unless it's signed to I, allow it. I was going to say the HOV, it, it, they're kind of a misnomer. They're actually diamond use multi uh, function lanes that require a sign to, to determine or to tell people what you can do and can't do. Um, so our HOV lanes aren't actually HOV lanes at all. And they have more on the highway or on the 400 series, there are two uh, or more passengers. Most city roads, it's three or more. Yeah. It, but absolutely. it depends. So always check the signs. But I kind of like being able to use the HOV lanes on the highway. Oh, yeah. On my motorcycle. I agree. That was one of the best things. I wish I was still riding. Uh, let's see here. Uh, if someone is impersonating police uh, while being pulled over, what is the safest thing to do? Well, unfortunately, you don't know if someone is impersonating the police. Uh, my suggestion is if you're being pulled over and it looks wonky, uh, then don't get out of your car. Roll down the window a little bit. Uh, notify, ask the officer uh, if you have concerns for your safety because you don't think they're officers. Ask them to identify themselves. Um, you can always call 911 and speak to an operator saying, I'm being pulled over by a police officer or I've got the police officer roadside. Are they really a police officer? Our dispatch is going to know exactly where we are and what we're doing. And if you have question as to whether or not they're legitimate, they'll be able to resolve that issue. But you do pull over because if you don't and you just say, well, I didn't think you were a police officer, that defense doesn't actually work when you get into a pursuit and uh, escalate things with extra charges. Yeah, absolutely. I drive around. My my work car is not a marked car. And you wouldn't know who I was when I'm driving around. It has some lights on it. But uh, I don't always wear a uniform when I'm in it as well. But I do pull people over. I, do, I can do it in plain clothes. And I issue tickets as well. So... But I carry identification with me, and if the person has an issue with it, I absolutely direct them to give our dispatch a call, and they can confirm who I am and where I am very easily. Someone named Apple user says, you're ignoring my question, but I don't actually see your question except your comment that says I'm ignoring it. Uh, no, I haven't seen your question, uh, but if you ask it again, uh, we can have a look at it. Yeah, none of the uh, the questions are getting transferred over, are they? No, but now now I'm reading directly on TikTok. So um, Fahad wants to know if you can wear headphones while driving a tractor trailer. Um, you know what? I, driving a car or a under a G class license is not against the law. I don't know if it's anything different under the uh, the I provisions of the uh, trucking license. I don't believe so. I don't think so either. Uh, although most truck headphones are one sided, like the ones you buy, because other jurisdictions have laws that require you to, own, to have one ear free. Ontario's weird that we uh, we don't require you to, or we're, we allow you to cover both ears. Most other provinces do not. So it, it, it makes Good sense. It makes sense that you don't cover your ears because you want to hear this, you know, problems like your trailer dragging behind you as you, you know, disconnect for some reason because you've done something wrong. 
Uh, let's see here. What's the difference between city officers and RCMP training? Well, I couldn't tell you what the difference is because I've never been trained by the RCMP, but there is difference in a difference in training. Uh, they go to depot. We go to the Ontario Police College. They are federal officers. We are provincial. Um, so there are differences. But very often what we do is the similar or the same. Yep. Uh, maybe ours uh, specific to Toronto is a little more focused on urban areas uh, where the RCMP, they have to police an entire country. So uh, different problems, different areas, uh, different people that they're dealing with. So Let's see here. Do I need a commercial registration on a vintage 1946 dump truck or is there a classic car exemption? I have no idea. Uh, depends on the weight. Oh, it's based on weight? Depends on the weight. That would be cool, actually. I love old trucks. There's a there's a chap in in I think he's in BC. He he takes old trucks and put makes them electric. Oh wow! He's got, he's got some cool stuff. So uh, check into it. You're not using it for a commercial purpose. Uh, just like anybody who drives a pickup truck uh, in Ontario, you are issued with a personal use commercial plate. That's the white background with the black lettering, as opposed to the white background and blue lettering that are on the license plates. Uh, you may need a personal use um, plate, but you may have an exemption depending on the year and the weight, for a uh, historic vehicle plate. Charles wants to know what the law is on yellow headlights. And the answer is yellow is legal in Ontario. I don't imagine it's illegal anywhere but uh, else, but I definitely I can confirm it's legal here. Yellow and white, those are the only two options for headlights. Yep, and some cars just come original from the factory with yellow headlights. I can think of uh, back when we used to have Citroën over here, when they actually imported them, they only came with yellow headlights. Dunk11 says, thanks for being here. Is a bike rack at the back of your car blocking your plate a ticket? It is. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And uh, uh, very often people say, well, the police do it. And uh, the police do do it. And we have very clearly marked vehicles, but we still have technically uh, a problem there. And we've been making some suggestions that uh, there are other options or a relocation kit for plates. Yeah, absolutely. And and we are we're actually bad at that in some of our vehicles. And second of all, you know what you just said, doo-doo? Did I say doo-doo? You said doo-doo. I said doo We both said doo-doo now. Uh, what's, the pla- <laughs> what's the rule on plastic covers on license plates? Here in Manitoba, it's not legal, mainly in city bounds. Well, our provincial law says you can't cover your plate in any way, shape, or form. You can't leave a frame. Even clear. Nothing. Now, e- even a license plate frame, just covering the edge of it. Technically, nothing can be on fr- in front of that license plate. Um, and, and I imagine we'll be seeing more and more. Uh, I was talking to Jerry Agar on News Talk 1010 recently, and he asked about that very question. Uh, and he said, well, what does it matter as long as I can see the numbers? I said, well, how do I know what province or state it is? There are places that look, they have blue writing and white background, yep. but they're they're from another country. So it's a problem. We need to see the entire plate to properly be able to identify and classify it. Yep, absolutely. Okay. Uh, the one there about the trailer hitch. Is leaving a trailer hitch attached illegal when not in use? Wendell. Wendell. So uh, leaving it in is not unlawful uh, unless it obstructs any part of the license plate. If it's close enough to it that it's uh, blocking like, like the Like the bumper-mounted ones. Bumper-mounted ones or even the receiver hitches. Now, the receiver hitches, I'm just going to let you know that they are connected directly to the frame of the vehicle. They don't have the ability, like your bumper does, to absorb a certain amount of energy during a crash. You are going to be, although on a low-speed uh, collision with somebody who rear-ends you, you'll cause more damage. But anything more than a low-speed uh, rear-end collision, it's going to cause more damage to your vehicle, twisting of your frame, bending yeah. your frame, and uh, and may cause you more headache than what it's worth. The big thing is that uh, your, your bumpers all have these wonderful uh, crumple zones, and they absorb impact. Your frame does not. 
So it is a hard stop when you hit that. Changes the dynamics of a collision can increase the, the injuries, can increase the, uh, uh, the damage. So things to think about. Some people say, hey, it saved my bumper. Yeah, but it cost you a frame. Yep, absolutely. All that energy has to go somewhere, so. Uh, we got Inky, uh, Inky says, I got stopped, for, got stopped for eating. Then he tried to switch up the stop by saying my window tint uh, is too dark, I'm guessing. It was cut off. Uh, can they change that? Can you, well, eating is not necessarily illegal unless it's interfering with your ability to safely operate your vehicle. Is that a legit reason to stop someone? Absolutely. If you then noticed that you had a uh, tinted windshield or a tinted windows that were illegal, that's a reason to continue. You can write you one of those tickets, both those tickets, either one. I've done that many times where I've stopped somebody for one offense and taken a walk around the vehicle and found something else and found mm -hmm. something else, found something else, and then... I pulled someone over for a bike rack. They ended up with seven violations. They had tons of issues. And they and, and actually, I, I felt bad. So I wrote, um, let, well, it was like three tickets and four warnings. And they and they had a, a ream of paper six feet long, and they, they weren't happy. Like, well, I'm not going to okay. get tickets for all of them, but if you don't fix those things, next time you're going to get tickets for all of them. So uh, I thought I was being nice. How long is the training for policing in Ontario? Uh, the initial training, but then there's continuation of training because it's a lifelong training. It's a forever training. Yeah, we, we never stop. Uh, so the original uh, Ontario Police College, in Toronto, we come to the Toronto Police College first. We're going to learn a little bit about the Toronto stuff. We go to the Ontario Police College. I believe it's 13 weeks. Whatever. I believe it is. That's how long ago it was. Yeah. And then you come back to the Toronto Police College again and learn more, more of all the stuff you learned. And, we did, and then you have 10 weeks of coach officer training, and then you do annual recertification and expansion. And then, uh, it, but, and then you know, six to, six to 10 or 100, I don't know how many courses we do a year where they get online training and, yep. and, and uh, you know, shift uh, uh, training at the beginning of your cycle. Like, there's a lot of training, and for good reason. The world is changing and updating, and we need to know what's going on and what to do. Uh, let's see here. This, uh, sec oh, where'd it go? Where'd it go? Oh, why, well, the question that I'd read was why is it legal for the mechanics or the car dealerships to put their license plate frames on your license plate if it's not illegal to have it on your license plate when you drive? It's a great question. Well, I know why they do it. They want free advertising. Yep. Why is it legal? Well, they're not driving the car. They're putting it on your plate. You're driving the car. You're responsible. So the first thing you should do is take it off. And you know what? There are retail stores around that will sell you license plate covers, tinted license plate covers, Tinted stuff for your windshield. I mean, they'll sell it to you if you buy it. But if you drive on the road with it, you're the one getting the ticket. Yes. And first thing I did when I got my car, took off the, the dealer plate. If you borrow your friend's car and they have, a, the, the driver is responsible. Just like if you don't know where the your friend keeps the ownership and insurance document. Well, too bad. It's your, it's your ticket. Yep. Uh, we got a roll, but I, a couple of quick things here. Uh, a couple of people sent me... A PDF file? Okay. Uh, interesting. I don't get political. They want to know about the uh, Middle East war. I don't talk about that stuff uh, because this is a traffic channel, not a political channel. Uh, what is this? Thanks for answering my questions. Have a great day. Cody, you're very welcome. Uh, we got Art who says, I went through a stop sign. I got pulled over on the other side because you can't go straight through. Okay. Don't, don't run stop signs. And if there's a sign that says don't go straight through, go don't go straight through. Yeah. Uh, I get it. If the police officer waved you through, you're acting on the direction of a police officer. That's a different situation. Uh, Tiffany says, thank you, gentlemen, for all you do. You're very welcome. That's, we, we, we are happy to be here. We enjoy doing what we do and helping people. Um, what was the other? There was something else that I saw. Um, oh, what was the training related? 
something that I thought was worth worthy of it until I got sidetracked. Uh, Absolute says, so not answering my question is answering. You allow your officers to chase motorcycles, risking. I don't know what your question is. There's a lot of questions coming through Absolute. Um, oh, it's Absolute Best Choice Towing. Uh, nobody should be running away from the police. That's a not a good thing. Uh, I heard that's against law. Uh, yeah, yeah. So uh, in terms of chasing people, we, here's the deal. And I don't know what your question was specifically, but uh, we don't want to chase anybody if we don't have to. And if it's going to put others at risk, we're going to choose to not chase someone because hurting someone or causing a collision by way of pushing someone to go faster, that's not the best option. So right. identifying them prior to even turning lights on is the best way to go. And then we'll just meet you at your house and arrest you there. But there are circumstances, depending on what it is, that could lead to an ongoing um, not an ongoing chase. We, we find some other ways to do it. Phone friends. But there would be an ongoing need to pull you over immediately because of like threatening injuries or threats or whatever. So, yes, we do sometimes have to. Oh, I, I, the, uh, I think this person's trying to be rude. Oh. Uh, let's just mute them. That's a new feature. I get to mute from the computer. How much horsepower do you chargers have? And correct me if I'm wrong, but they use V6 engines. They're actually V8s. Yeah. Oh, no, they're the, the Hemi, and they're the, they're the large Hemi. Yeah, I don't know how much horsepower they have, but they, they go quick if they need to. Uh, let's see here. Is it illegal to drive a commercial vehicle without wearing shoes? Why on earth would anyone want to? I don't know if it is. I, it's not for a, for a car. I don't know if it changes for commercial vehicle. I'm going to assume it doesn't. I, I don't believe it does. Um, but think about it. If you don't have shoes on and something happens and you got to flee your vehicle real quick, you're going to be, say, you got in a collision. You'd be running through the glass and broken stuff. And It's bad. New driver, hubba bub says, can I stop on a road shoulder if I want to take a break for a few minutes? Uh, the shoulder is not for parking. It's for emergency stopping. It does have increased risk for both getting on and off the highway or on the roadway because it's, it's really there if you have no other option. Your better option is to go to the next available exit, take a stop, and be in a nice protected area where you can then regain or re-enter the highway at speed safely. Now, i got to say, uh, the roads in Quebec now, other than being bumpy as could be, and their bridges are not on the same level as, as the road tarmac is, they have fantastic rest areas. And oh, they're yeah. frequent everywhere. They're nice. They're clean. They're amazing. I, I'd certainly applaud Quebec for doing that for the roadways. It makes the road safer because you don't mind pulling over to the side there. Yeah. Uh, Dexter wants to know what, uh, what the speed limit is for an electric bike or scooter. Uh, electric bike is not an e-bike, is not permitted to be or is not cannot be capable of going more than 32 kilometers an hour. Otherwise, it loses its special privileges uh, of being considered a bicycle and reverts to its original status of motor vehicle. Uh, in an electric kick scooter, 24 kilometers an hour is the maximum speed it can be capable of going. Um, and as long as it's within that, it's an illegal area because Toronto, it's not permitted anywhere. $110 fine for operating an e-kick scooter in Toronto, regardless of your speed. Well, that's not true because as soon as you go more than 120, uh, more than 24, you're a motor vehicle and you're responsible for your speed. Yep, absolutely. And um, all the fines that go along with it. Oh, there's so many fines. Including no lights, no insurance, horn, um, license plates, safety, tires. Windshield. The big one is the no insurance, though. It's five dollars to $25,000 up to six months in jail. Uh, let's see here. Uh, oh, very quickly here. Can you get a DUI on an electric scooter? Yeah. Anything Absolutely, you other can. than muscular power under the criminal code is a motor vehicle, skateboard uh, that, that has power, um, anything but a wheelchair. Wheelchair is the only one that's exempt. 
Yes, a personal mobility device, and the the ones that are made so outrageous with you know hoods and cars. But personal mobility devices actually, uh, you can still get a DUI on those if it's it's specifically wheelchair. So yeah. if it's if it's a uh, like if it's the scooter, yep, you're, you can still get done. Uh, golf cart, you can get done absolutely. Uh, let's see here. It was uh, I'm relocating next year. Can anyone put me through to educate me about the driving rules? Go to trafficcop.ca. There's a link at the bottom for people who are relocating to Canada and to different provinces, explaining all the rules. Okay, uh, we're, I, I gotta go. I, there's so much to go. We can keep talking forever, but. We're done. We're done. We're done. We're done for the day. Now, there, there. Have you seen uh, the? What, what is it called? It is the. I don't know. This is your story. <laughs> you love that line. Uh, this is the intro that was done by Zombie, uh, which is now going to be the outro. Oh, I. Do. <laughs>